I'm Mike Hebert, owner of Cantex Roofing and Construction. Every day is game day, and we'll get it right when it comes to your roofing, construction, windows, and mirrors. Call Cantex Roofing and Construction today. Together, we are one serving you. The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hey there, how you going? Happy Wednesday. It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Dr. Mike Gustafson. I'm Aaron Dickens. We're joining you today. Until 6 o'clock, we'll have pregame coverage of Texas Tech men's basketball coming up at that time as they open up the season against Texas A&M Commerce. We'll also have coverage of the high school fan zone beginning at 6, I'm sorry, 7 on 100.7 The Score. Gus, how you going? Well, I'm doing good. I'm excited for this hoop season. I'm excited for this hoops game. The time is now. It's here. It's a fun time of year when they overlap, which is usually what a month. Kind yeah, it of is a fun early time. early November up to Thanksgiving, and then then we'll get an overlap. And and I'm and and really this year we're getting the overlap of soccer playoff soccer. That's so right. That, that's that's fun too. That'll be that'll be you and me on Friday out there at a remote. But uh, then then you get kind of some fun overlaps there in February and early March. Yeah, and we'll be there on Friday. We'll be at the John Walker Soccer Complex on Friday uh, from 3 to 6. Uh, we will visit with the head coach himself, Tom Stone, at um, 3.30. We might replay that interview at 5.30 for folks that aren't able to tune in at that time. Uh, so it should be uh, a fun day. Yep, I'm looking forward to it. We'll, uh, we're not going to have this 88-degree record-setting temperature, but... It'll it'll be, feel a little bit more fall like, but I'm uh, I'm excited for this next week or so. These next ten days ought to be good because if you think about it, between now and next Sunday, like the next Sunday, twelve days from now, hopefully there's what three Red Raider soccer home games, possibly one of those against what a North Carolina or an Alabama or a Michigan, somebody like that. Uh, need to take care, you know, one one step at a time. But like some pretty cool brands coming through here on that front. Got the final home football game of the season next Saturday. Of course, we'll find out the game time for that. Got three home hoops games you between now and then. Centennial champion will be at the soccer game on Friday. Ooh, you know, um, maybe not running, but could be out there. That's good. That's a good question. I mean, I would guess it probably wouldn't run. No matter what, at a soccer game. But yeah, I mean, it's like uh, you know, if you're, if not for that, then what? Yeah, you know. We'd love to get your thoughts and comments on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at double t ninety seven three You can also access that through the double t ninety seven three mobile app presented by Happy State Bank. I have an NHL story for you at some point today that I found very interesting. Okay. Um, and also a uh, a sports broadcaster story that I think is it was almost tailor made for this show. Oh wow! <laughs> so he was uh, talking about like cheese weenies and stuff Close. like that. And oh, by the way, speaking of cheese weenies, I when I went to the convenience store right up the road, 
for my oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, that's right. For my program soda. Your fresh onion. today. Uh-huh. Um, I looked. They did not have flour because somebody suggested that you could get every ingredient for cheese weenies at the convenience store. And I I said that was not the case. Uh, I looked. They did not have flour. They did not have onions. Uh, they did have granulated sugar. So, you know, a, a little bit of a section kind of for those yeah. types of items. Uh, but no. No flour, no onion. Yeah, that... that I, I would have guessed... Of the two, I might have guessed that there would be a likelihood of a small little bag of flour like you're talking about, like like a it small thing of sugar. Twelve dollars. Yeah, exactly. Something overpriced like that, but highly convenient. But the fresh onion, I just couldn't visualize that when Clint said it. Yeah. Clint as usual is full of it. <laughs> uh we get this on the Yates Flooring Center Chatline. I know that every year we have high hopes for tech men's basketball, but realistically, what do you expect out of the team and new coach? Well, um, I would love to see uh, an NCAA tournament bid this year. I mean, you and I talked about it yesterday. The just the the Vegas analytic type projections have us at nineteen, going nineteen and ten. And again, that you might go well. There's thirty one games on the schedule, so why only nineteen and ten? But they can't predict the two matchups in. The Bahamas, because they don't, we don't right. know who they are, depending on win or loss or whatever. Uh, and then you, you and I talked about yesterday what nine and a half, an over and over under of nine and a half wins on a 19, 18 game schedule. So, so a game above five hundred, right at or above five hundred, uh, all of which in a conference like this would get us into an NCAA tournament. You and, sure think so? Yeah. Now. And, and so, too, our texter, I, I mean, as I sit here today, now I, I I would hope that it's an NCAA tournament team. And th- those are pretty high expectations for a first-year coach that's not inheriting a roster chock full of, uh, of um, you know, they're not coming off a Sweet 16 team. Right. You know, two years ago, yes, but not much left from that roster. It's completely rebuilt. Uh, I think that uh, – Coach McCasland is going to be a good fit here and is is, is a good fit. And I, I would be disappointed. I'd be surprised if uh, his tenure doesn't go well. Now, am I predicting final four runs and all that stuff? I hope I hope at the I hope at his at his very peak, if he's here fifteen years, I hope that he, you know, his best two or three years could be at that level. You know, Elite Eight, Final Four, make a national championship run and peel off some uh Big Twelve championships and whatnot, uh, but yeah, I, 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 you know, I just have a hard time looking at this. Going, what were they thinking when they hired him? I think it's quite the opposite. I think he is a great fit for here. He's got a degree from here. His wife played soccer here. He worked here. I mean, we're, we're talking about somebody that knows this place and is a good fit. I mean, I, I think it's, I think it's a good fit along the lines of Coach McGuire. Yeah, I think. Uh based on what we think that we know right now and assuming that you aren't just beset by injuries yeah. throughout the next several months i think that i'm going to be um disappointed if you don't make the postseason of some kind um not that i'm ever just like super jazzed about the nit but i think in a year one situation in a league as tough as the big 12 i think that's that's okay mm-hmm. um I, I think year one kind of provides the the rare instance where that's kind of a you know a positive step for a Big Twelve program, 
Um, and yeah, I, I think you can absolutely make the tournament. You maybe you won't last very long, right? But I think yeah. you can make it. I'm not predicting a deep run. Yeah. More tech talk next. It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hey there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. It's Gus and Clint. I'm Aaron. We're thrilled to be with you today from the first United Bank studio. We're with you today until 6 o'clock. We'll have coverage of Texas Tech men's basketball coming up at that time as they open up the season with a home game against Texas A&M Commerce. Uh, Clint, am I supposed to read all these? No, that's just if you're interested. In okay, it. so no. Maybe just the two main ones there, but yeah. The... Are you doing a game this week? I am not. Oh, well. You got bounce bounce this week? Did you get fired? No, the team I was calling didn't uh, make it into the playoff but you're not calling any bounce bounce uh no not yet that will be coming up towards the end of this or november okay yeah all right soon though soon speaking of bounce bounce uh lady raiders opened up the season yeah last night with a big win over utrgv and you know i think that generally you would say okay power five program lower level group of five program maybe not that shocked by a right you know 30 40 point win uh but you know later Raiders lost to what northern arizona in an exhibition and i realize those aren't always played as a straight up game but still um and you didn't just like beat rt whatever utrgv you like bodied them thrashing yeah yeah like 62 to 19 at half or something just i looked at that and double taked it 15 uh, there, yeah, there you go. 60 to the 15. And uh, I caught about the last. I was in, in the car driving home and listened to Fink and Chuck the last uh, probably seven minutes of that game, and it was they were coasting. But, yeah, good good thing. And it, it may have been a, not not that they're on the level of the LSU women. Sure. You know, who, who probably had their uh, – their uh, attention grabbed and 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 just so we're clear that was a loss in an actual game versus the northern arizona exhibition but yeah it it probably uh grabbed them by the collar and went and shook them a little and went oh hey this is you know not not automatic and uh and they have suffered a couple of big big injuries already season enders to two starters which you know don't don't know enough about their roster but it, it it's one of those things that you know, no matter what they do, will step back and go, man. Think of how much better they could. You know, if it's a good year, mm-hmm. could it have been a great year? If it's a, will always be a what if quality sure. or an that, element. Yeah, because this isn't the seventh man on the roster, or what seventh and ninth, or fifth and seventh, or whatever. Evidently, this was two of the top five. So, uh, and yeah, but regardless, good to see them get out of the gate well, and hopefully the men do the same tonight. Uh, Red Raiders are 24 and a half point favorites at home over Texas A&M Commerce. So, you know, should probably win that game. You know, we're we're into our new rhythm with, or uh, somewhat, with our new coach, Coach McCasland, and 
he was giving us first little preview of a team. Now we'll get pregame shows tonight, those type things that we haven't heard yet, how he sets up pre and post game interviews, what are if mm-hmm. he does them, however. Uh you know, we'll, we're all about to get to experience that together, but he was describing the because he's got a little knowledge of the AM Commerce head coach. And he said, you know, their team is tough. And he goes, and that's the way – I didn't catch the first name, but that's the way good old Aaron was when he was a player. Mm-hmm. Tough kid, blah, blah, blah. And and, and, uh, and, and I, the thing I found myself listening for is, oh, please don't say he's a Hall of Fame coach. Please don't say, you know, the, the Chris No Beard one has line. more respect <laughs> yes. for and, Texas A&M commerce than, and than we do. Exactly. Yeah. And then if the coach has been in the business, say, 20 years or more, oh, he's a Hall of Fame coach. So – yeah, the, the good people of Oxford, Mississippi, and the northern half of the state—they get to enjoy. They get to enjoy that. Uh, Speaking of, uh, I have not been really keeping much, um, you know, tabs on them. They—they uh, uh, they opened on Monday. They played Alabama State at home. They won by seven. Hmm. Now, I don't know a lot about <laughs> Alabama State, and I don't want to bes- besmirch the swack, um, but I'm guessing that uh, they're not going to do that great this year. They were they were 8-23 and 23 last year. Yeah. So, I don't know. Might be, uh, might be a rough one there for uh, Chris Beard first year. Bottom of... Uh, Ooh, they just, hit me with... Yeah, I know. You, th- you saw what I just saw. <coughs> we need some breaking NBC news. news. Yeah. Get it. This is good. You want to do the honors? I would love to. <laughs> the uh, Angels. Anaheim Angels. The Los Angeles Angels. Los of Angeles Angels. <laughs> I confess to uh, struggling with that. They've hired their new manager. Wow. Their new manager is Ron Washington. Wow. Ah. How about that? Of course, long, I would say long time, but he had a pretty healthy tenure of uh in Arlington coached the or managed the 2010 and 2011 National League pennant winners and a longtime respected assistant coach people people talk about what a great infield coach he is but a pretty nice tenure at uh in Arlington and getting getting another opportunity to uh, skipper a ball club and uh he'll be at the helm in Anaheim uh, very cool he uh he is now the oldest Active manager um, in uh, in Major League Baseball, I think. Oh wow, wow! Right, because Dusty Baker retired. Yeah. Um, Ron Washington, seventy-one years old, and Bochy's like sixty-eight or sixty-nine, yeah. I think. And yeah, how do you? Uh, I mean, he's not he's not managed in a bit. He's still been around the game. He's not been at just home eating popcorn or whatever. Oh no, yeah, he's been um, very much assistant coach. Yeah, right with the Braves. Um, he was with the A's for a couple of seasons, but he hasn't been a manager since 2014. Yeah, the like Rangers. Yeah, yeah, almost a decade. That's interesting. I it's, uh, it's yeah, also I agree. Kind of um, the the trend of hiring older established baseball guys kind of continues yeah and it's not to say the not uh, everyone yeah it's not to say uh um they're canning analytics but they're it's, it feels like most of the the hires have been 
of this latest round of hires have been those guys that are those older guys that probably have a really good feel for a locker room and um, you know respected in the game and that sort of thing, but are also at this age willing to go, hey, what you've got there, that information you've got is very interesting and it's another tool in our tool toolkit. So give it to me because I would imagine somebody at this point who's just like, I don't want to hear it. I'm going off a of old school guts and instinct probably probably would scare scare some some folks off but uh yeah and, and wash has been the with the atlanta braves most recently he's been Since there coach. coach yeah it, who and that's another older coach brian uh snicker snicker's another guy in his late 60s i believe uh yeah very cool very cool i, I think most people within the game would tell you that that wash is a good guy like yes a snicker is 68 yeah there you go Kind of a Bochi, a contemporary of uh, of Bochi, and uh, yeah, that's good. Wash, uh, the the man who gave us that's the way baseball go. How about that? So he's managed. He played for the Astros, uh, managed the Rangers, been a coach for the A's, and now he's going to manage the Angels. I mean, he's just missing a stop in Seattle for the. <laughs> yeah. More Tech Talk next. The podcast put together with Red Raider fans in mind. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hello there. Good afternoon. Thank you for making us a part of your Wednesday with Gus and Clint, I'm Aaron. We're joining you until 6. We'll have pregame coverage coming up at that time uh, as the Texas Tech Red Raider basketball team looks to uh, open up 1-0 with a game against Texas A&M Commerce. Tip-off at 7. Have it all for you here on Double T 97.3. We were talking about Ole Miss basketball, and they <clears throat> won their season opener against uh, Alabama State by, what, 7 points? Six points. Mm-hmm. Um, someone says, well, Ole Miss did come into Lubbock and land a local recruit from Friendship. Yeah, it's as simple as that, right? Yeah. That's telling the entire I, I don't, story. I wonder if that texture is just trolling or yeah. if they're if, – maybe they don't know. I mean, maybe it's not very aware possible of the, that they yeah. – the, the prospect – and Ole Miss did. They, they sauntered into Lubbock <laughs> and signed a, uh, a highly regarded – uh, junior prospect from Friendship, uh, four stars. The rest of the six story. Six foot five, um, bunch of offers uh, by the name of Patton Pinkins, who, uh, you know, just so happens to be the son of one of the assistant coaches on that Ole Miss staff. So, yep, used to be here at Tech. I think that was always kind of assumed. I know, right? <laughs> Always kind of assumed. Uh, best of luck to him. Uh, this in the Yates Flooring Center chat line <clears throat> from Sean. I love Wash, but remember when he admitted to using nose candy in a pregame interview and everything carried on business as usual? It was an odd moment in television history. Well, yeah, and I think he was deeply apologized. There was a there was a pile of contrition that went along with that, but yes, it was. He acknowledged it as a. Uh, you know, as, a, as a problem, and I think sought some help. But yeah, 
not ideal. And I, I would can't imagine he would have been with the Braves. Can't imagine the hey, you know, if like, hey, are we, are we good here? Can you imagine? And I've I, I have no uh reference point here, so I don't I don't know what it's like, period. But like imagine doing cocaine at seventy one. Oof, yeah. About to be the most lit pickleball court ever. Right. Um, this in the Yates Flooring Center chat line, someone says, How long before Oklahoma gets rid of Mark I'm sorry, gets rid of Brent Venables and hires Mark Stoops? I think we're gonna say Coach Prime. Feel like a month ago it was gonna be get rid of everyone and get Coach Prime immediately. I, was, I think there's a better spot for Mark Stoops that might be opening up soon. And I don't know how he would I don't know that Mark Stoops is he's a great he's a very, very good coach, right? He he deserves his contract. He's done uh, you know, wondrous things at Kentucky, all things considered, right? But I don't know if he's the type of coach that would succeed um when given the keys to a Ferrari, right? Like he he's made a Chevy Tahoe work great there at Kentucky, mm-hmm. right? Like it's it's a really, really good SEC program. Not amazing, not elite. Right. Probably, um, you know, will, will rarely challenge for a spot in the 12-team playoff. But considering their program's history, easily, easily the the program's best ever coach, all things considered. Um, but that's a different lift, right, at Kentucky versus Oklahoma. There are more expectations. There, there's more pressure. There's more resources. There's more cachet. There's more prestige. You have more resources, um, but you know, eight and four at Kentucky is a really, really good year, and you could have a lifetime contract if you just keep winning eight and four seasons. But eight and four is a bad year, at Oklahoma. Yeah, you know, you're, you get get fired quickly. Fact, and I that, don't even think that the Stoops name would really help him there. No, I don't either. Who'd you say? But you said you think there's a better place for him. Did you say that? Did I miss no. it? Iowa. Ooh. You know, that's uh, you're that you're you're spot on. Because think that. about it. Yeah. Think about it. That's the stoops. The the SEC or sorry, geez, the Big Ten West is going away after this season, right? And suddenly Iowa's not being compared to. Nebraska and Wisconsin and Minnesota and Illinois and Northwestern. Now it's compared to everyone, right? I mean, you're 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 not getting a bunch of gimme games every year playing Purdue. You're you're going to be playing Michigan, Ohio State, USC, Penn State. Um, the list goes on. Oregon, Washington. Th- that advantage that you've had for so long is out the window. And so you need to be able to compete, right? And and scoring 13 points a game is not going to cut <laughs> it in, in that new universe for you. And I think Mark Stoops could, could really lean into the talent that they have there in the state, which is not great, but they've got some. Mm-hmm. I think that his style translates well to what they have on the roster right now. And I think that his experience in the SEC would significantly enhance their recruiting efforts. Not that Mark Stoops is some ace recruiter, 
he's not Urban Meyer, for example, um, but he knows what it takes to you know kind of survive at least in the SEC. And I think if he brought those tactics to Iowa, I think that they would. Uh, I think he actually might make that program better, not just like keep it going the same as it is. The Stoops boys were uh, Ohio kids, but uh, yeah, I mean they were. Yeah, he's uh, he played for Iowa, right? right. Mark yeah. Mark played there and and uh, and was a GA there in the early '90s. So played there in the late '80s, GA there early '90s, and so there's there's uh, connections. And Mark he, Stoops would be the best they could do. You know, and that, and that would be a, a nice little uh, get, I would think, for Iowa in terms of uh, he just took this guy from an SEC program, and I think the Kentucky, the Kentucky football situation is, uh, you know, they've they've got some pride in the fact that they're kind of an eight win program these days. But uh, he's maxed them out. Yeah, would feel that way, and that's why I, I was just sitting here thinking about the conversation you and I had yesterday about. Um, I don't remember the in the context of whom we said this you said this oh it was kiffin when you talked about the lane kiffin mm-hmm. to a&m thing that you you just sort of you said it would be a, an interesting fit and and we talked about it in the context of uh where, where could i where would i have the best chance to win a championship and uh i would think that iowa the Iowa program in the Big Ten would have a better chance of winning a championship than Kentucky and the SEC. Now, the SEC East is winnable, but I, I'm curious to and and I and I think they're are they doing away with divisions? What what's their timing on that? Now that I say that, they haven't announced all that yet, right? Uh, no divisions starting next year. Yeah, so Still playing eight conference games. So they, yeah, which, no which helps them get to bowl eligibility, sure. which helps programs like Kentucky mm-hmm. get to a six or a seven or eight if things are going really well, a nine, and keep everyone happy. And and at, at Kentucky, what are you doing? You're trying to get that thing to basketball season. Uh, speaking of uh, Kentucky basketball, this Texas A&M Commerce team we play tonight, they go from here to Rupp Arena. That'll be oh, a little salty Welcome to D1. More Tech Talk next. The podcast that finishes your workday in a very Red Raider way. This is the Tech Talk podcast from Double T 97.3. Presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hey there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com with Gus and Clint, I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until 6 o'clock. We'll have coverage of Texas Tech men's basketball coming up at that time. Pre-game coverage of their season opener against Texas A&M Commerce. Tip-off at 7. We'll have all of that for you here on your home for the Red Raiders, Double T 97.3. Um, Gus, I think that, that you'll appreciate this story. Um, th- this was in The Athletic today. It's... <coughs> On the surface, a hockey story, but the sport really is not important. It could be any sport, really. Um, but, you know, I think that as fans, um, we, we oftentimes are maybe guilty of just viewing the players that we're watching, whether it's in person or on television or if we're listening on the radio. Um, and the coaches too, just as kind of like 
game pieces on a board, mm-hmm. right? Objects almost. <laughs> and, you know, in reality, they're human beings that have been working in many cases their entire lives for, you know, just moments like this. And, you know, they'll look back on those their entire life in, in ways that we won't, right? Um, and that's the deal, and no one feels sorry for them. And, you know, they they get a good deal out of it. I'm not trying to, uh, um, you know, create sympathy. It's just kind of pointing out there's a human element to it that we don't always appreciate. Sure. As fans, observers, media, etc. And... Um, this story I thought was very interesting. Greg Kohler is a former NHL player, right? National Hockey League. He uh, played for the Carolina Hurricanes for uh, you know in the in the two thousand season. Been playing hockey his entire life. When he finally made his debut, it was the culmination of a lifetime's you know work. A, a lifetime dream. You know, his parents were flipping out. It was kind of one of those magical moments, right? Sure. That we see from time to time, whether it's in Major League Baseball or um, the NFL, the NBA, whatever it is. But um, what is unique about Greg Kohler is that his NHL career lasted exactly four seconds. <laughs> yeah. Do you see this story? I did. Um, he played in the minors, got called up. Very typical kind of, you know, story that we have seen countless times. Um, kind of buried in the bench, but finally inserted into, uh, you know, the match, the game. Penalty called on the opponent after four seconds. He does. He has eight strides on the eight, ice. Eight strides of skating. Yeah. And a penalty is called. Power play for Carolina, and so since he wasn't on Carolina's power play unit, he had to sub out and he never got back in he got sent back down to the minors because he was up there for an injury uh never got called up again four seconds can you imagine uh, i just can't i just can't wrap my head around it and kudos to him he has no bitterness he's got a a good attitude about it based on this story in the athletic but working your whole life for four seconds yeah and, and i'm sure in the moment it was uh you know i'll hell be back sure or you know, there's there's more where this came from, and and uh, and in the end, it's you know you read about it a year, two years, six years later, yeah. he's he's toiling in the minors, and uh, it and and it just doesn't uh, you know it doesn't ever happen again, and it's got a, uh, I mean I thought about two movies, it's got a sort of Bull Durham context to it and that was who crash davis was the costner character but it's it's a moonlight graham moonlight graham and field of dreams that got two innings no one inning no at bat no defensive chances he went out to right field like the last game of the season stood there for two ground outs and a strikeout or whatever and called it a career when you know in the in the movie tells it went on to a lifetime in medicine or whatever and in the movie he's you know, it's sort of the fantasy of that. He's re- given the opportunity to return and to get in at bat. The little girl chokes, and he steps back across to be a doctor again. It's just a really cool moment. But, yeah, that that's what I found myself reflecting on, like, you know, a very real story. And, and he, you know, and on one hand, it's all about perspective, right, A.D., that you go, he 
Yeah, uh, how, how much? How many of us would trade our whatever to be able to just skate four eight strides on the ice? You right. know, like we would all say it, but you put it in the context of what what you're describing. Um, you know, and 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 just the thought of hanging on two, three, four, five, six, seven years later in in minor league hockey, going, man, I'm I'm not close, and you know, what what are you doing? You know, like that that's got to be a tough deal, but. Thank goodness for him, as as the article talks about. He's got two two happy kids, and you know, and they're doing their deal, and his life is good. So he's not like a, yeah, a hapless method and yeah, al- alcoholic. Yeah. yeah, just what 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 it could have been deal. Yeah, really an interesting story. Um, and I I read stories like that, and I go, hey, credit to whatever beat writer was grinding through grinding through something right. and went, I'm going I'm to call that guy well, and write the, an article. Apparently the box score for that game incorrectly has him playing 48 seconds, which is not yeah. substantially more, but still certainly it's more a than shift. four. Yeah. Yeah. It is the story he's telling his grandkids. One but day. 48 seconds. a video review of that game confirms that uh, Kohler was just on the ice for four seconds. Yeah, Ron Francis got hooked right after he stepped on the ice and the whistle blew, and that's it. <laughs> That's yeah, it's a, it's a uh, r- really interesting. Yeah, I, I, uh, I, I credit the writer for digging that, unearthing that story. It's really neat. Love to hear your thoughts and comments on the EH Flooring Center chat line at double T dot com. Look at this on the chat line. Someone says. Uh, it's from Tracy in Dallas. Hey, boys, I've been out of town, but I saw where three-star Frisco linebacker Jackson Lee decommitted from Tech and committed to Nebraska. Is this just a one-off, or is it a sign of Joey's class falling apart due to this failure of a season? I think it, it, the way you word the question at the very end there makes an assumption that because the texter's not only asking is the class falling apart because of this failure of a season and uh, I I think this is uh, the price of doing business one one decommit not not a big deal no this is um, it's not Micah Hudson it's linebacker and you know what well no hold on it's not even it's not apples to apples Jackson Lee three star outside linebacker defensive in type from Frisco Liberty Frisco Lone Star, rather. Tech had him lined up as a preferred walk-on. Oh. They, they wanted him as a walk-on. Nebraska offered a scholarship. Yeah, no brain. So, it, it, not uh, not quite the same. It's not... The class is fine. More Tech Talk next. It's every Red Raiders favorite podcast. This is the Tech Talk Podcast from Double T 97.3, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Hey there, how you going? It's Tech Talk on Double T 97.3 and Double T 97.3.com. Gus and Clint, I'm Aaron. We're joining you today until 6 o'clock. We'd love to hear what you have to say on the Yates Flooring Center chat line at Double T 97.3.com. I saw this story um, pop up on my Twitter feed, and this has been out, I think, for about a month. This this news has kind of been out there for at least a month. It might have been uh, shared earlier, and I just missed it, But because uh, it's not like this person hasn't been in the news for a long time, but 
Have you seen this revelation from Al Michaels? Uh, I, I just know that he said he wasn't retiring this year, but I haven't. Okay. Do you have the audio? Ooh, asparagus. Okay, yeah. Al Michaels, who is, what, 78? Mm-hmm. He's, he's, an, he's an old man. He was interviewed um, the other day by Chris Wallace. This is about a month ago. Okay. He was interviewed on CNN, 78 years old. Uh, he has never, not once in his 78 years, oh. knowingly eaten a vegetable. That is incredible. Now, I don't think Wallace went as deep into it as I would have liked. I feel like that would have just been the whole. I feel interview. like his father would be disappointed in his uh, his interview. <laughs> frankly, um, stop, stop right there. Did you just say? Because it doesn't like you ever had like you know spaghetti with bits of tomato in there, right? Sure. Or, he uh, went, he went you know like. like an Asian noodles dish with slices of carrots or something. He went so vague. He went like, you've never had a carrot or anything like that? No. I mean, there, there's clearly a spectrum here. Sure. Like, I'm, I'm guessing he's had vegetables and things that he has consumed. That's what I was to say. I was thinking about the little onion slices and the cheese weenies. Yeah, but. sure. Or like if if he has a cheeseburger, are you just doing like are, no lettuce, no tomato, nothing of that has ever been on there. Like the other See, avenues would, that you could have a vegetable. I would think... I would think if you're saying that you've never had a vegetable, then you're not putting tomato slices or lettuce sure. on your burger. But, but this like, is where I wanted him to for dig. For things that are like chopped up into things and, and cooked, um, that's that's hard right. to kind of yeah. cut out. He says that he was born, his parents were just 18 years old when he was born. And so they just kind of let him, him have the run of the roost in terms of, of what he ate. So he just always pushed the vegetables away. They never forced the issue. And so he never ate vegetables. Um, but man, that's to me, this is stranger than Tom Brady having never had a strawberry. And I ate some strawberries today at lunch. How about that? Am I going to be okay? Does this mean I'll never be an NFL quarterback? I celebrated, uh, and like, uh, part of me is a little bit because it's not like fruits are that much different than vegetables in terms of. You know, it's something grown in the ground or on a tree, and you know it's fleshy and sometimes has. Okay, all right, I I know that's good. Good. Um, <laughs> you know, but anyways, good good for Al Michaels. The uh, yeah, I've got a couple friends that I would say haven't eaten very many. You know, but they've probably the pick at the two green beans on their plate, or you know, but um. Yeah, him to to say it the way he said it, like that's uh, like has he ever had a potato? Right. We realize those are what, like tubers or whatever, but still grown in the ground. Not a vegetable, starch. Yeah, got to interesting got texture. To sure, surely. Yeah, it, it, it's like you said, Wallace could have buried the interview no, and just Wallace go. Wait a minute, spent an hour on this, and he totally biffed it. Probably the no the, no wonder Fox News cut him loose. Oh sure, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Super Bowl He's this. He's lost his fastball. And, yeah, Super Bowl this and World Series that and NBA Finals you this. Ask and the uh, questions that the people want to find the answers to. Do, do you, you believe, believe in, in vegetables? Miracles? Oh. Exactly. The, all of that. And, uh, yeah, nobody wants to hear that. But he, uh, 
Yeah, I I need some parameters on that. I, th- there's no way he hasn't had a potato. There's no way little kid Al Michaels didn't eat some French fries. No shot. Well, and that's another point. Like, what about a like a, a blooming onion? Right. Onion ring. Yeah, or an onion ring. Yeah. yeah. Like, that counts. Hey, you that's know what? like my argument that I've had vegetables. Like, I had a vegetable today. I had a whole blooming onion to myself. Was delicious. Could you eat a whole blooming onion? Do you think? Oof. Well, if it was just the blooming onion, I didn't have another part of the meal. Yeah, absolutely. You might have a easy foul odor emanating. Well, it's, I mean, kind of situation normal. Right there on the, right there on the. I mean, the glass isn't there just because of like, for the sound. <laughs> it's to protect us from Clint. It's a yeah, smell I'm barrier. It hasn't soaked into that chair you sit in. Great. <laughs> uh. This on the Yates Flooring Center chat line, 80, 50 shades of vegetables. Uh, Ooh, asparagus. Yeah. This on the Yates Flooring Center chat line. Uh, okay, partners, how good is that team supposed to be, or do y'all know anything about them? The A&M Commerces? I mean, we're 24-point favorites. I, I, uh, I mean, stop right there. Are you overlooking them? No, but they I, lost I mean, to A&M. They've yeah. already played a game. They lost to A&M 78-46. You beat A&M. Therefore, therefore transitive property, you're going <laughs> to win by 100. The, the uh, Yeah, and they're, they're playing us, and then uh, their road trip culminates. <laughs> Tomorrow they'll, they'll fly to uh, Lexington, Kentucky, and, uh, and uh, get, get some of that. Get some of the old Kentucky Wildcats. They did go nine and nine in their conference last year, so not just terrible. Transitioning to D one, mm-hmm. they're in that they're in that whatever that is three win, year window or whatever. They lost to SMU last year by seventeen. Lost to uh, let's see Texas by seventeen. They lost to Abilene Christian by almost twenty points. So, you know, I, I think that uh, yeah, you should win this game. Maybe you don't cover. I don't. I don't really care. Uh, but yeah, you should win. Gonna get the coach against Calipari against uh, against A and M. They shot twenty nine percent from the field. Ooh. They were four of twenty eight from three. Oh, they uh, they were decent from the line, ten of fourteen, and uh, you know fairly tight with the basketball. Only ten turnovers. Wonder what's gonna happen when they get a. Aaron Dickens, like they come across the line. They were, the guy's got a good wide base. He's patting the floor like young they Aaron were Dickens. Swallowed did. up on the boards. They were out rebounded, out rebounded by twenty-two against the Gags. Love it. This has been the Tech Talk Podcast, presented by Cantex Roofing and Construction. Check out our library of Double T 973 podcasts at double T 973com